Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the United Cloud podcast. It's been a while, hasn't it? But we're back in uh, some quite dramatic fashion after that PSG result. I've got to say, we're both absolutely ecstatic and we're really looking forward to telling you about our thoughts on the game. And of course, you can get involved in the comments and I'll post some highlights on Instagram maybe and we'll get we'll get some interaction from you guys as well because, well, I've already seen plenty of it on, on, my, on my feed, but aren't we all just absolutely, well, there's no better word than gassed, is there? We're all so excited about this. Um, anyway, let's 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 have a look at the other performance because, I mean, you don't really know where to start because there were so many outstanding displays. But I think the easiest place, probably David de Gea. I mean, he looks back to his best now, doesn't he? What a game! Everything that was coming at him, save, save, save. A few heart attacks though in that game, especially <laughs> the first one I remember. First half, I just went. I went down to get a drink, and all of a sudden, I look at my phone and see four David de Gea saves within a couple of minutes. <laughs> It's like, what has just happened? And then I come back and then see that Mbappe shot where he just makes... He never catches things, but he always makes the flashy save. Well, no, the thing with him is, right, that he doesn't doesn't catch it all the time, but... um... He's actually really, really good at like parrying it into the into safety. Like he's on like Burnt Leno at Arsenal, where he's really good at making saves, but he can sometimes parry it back into the danger area. I think that's what makes a goalkeeper world class. And De Gea's, De Gea, through all his bad form, actually didn't really lose that. He he, he knows where to parry the ball. But I'm no goalkeeping expert. Um, another thing as well, I think. Do you think bringing back Henderson's had a positive impact on him, even though Henderson hasn't played? Definitely, and you can even see the chemistry in training. It's it's competition. But it's mm. healthy competition, if healthy, you, yeah. you see. They're both happy training together, as you can see. And they're both top goalkeepers, so obviously they're going to make each other better. And he's unorthodox, but I think, it, I think it, actually, it actually does work. I mean, I just feel bad for Romero, but that's another conversation for another time. We just beat PSG 2-1. Um, Wan-Bissaka, uh, you've got to talk about him after, after the scandals that have happened this week. What's your thoughts on all of that? I mean, After the performance, <laughs> we can ignore the scandals, can't we? Because with Wan-Bissaka, there was the two things we were we were going to go into tonight. Either he'd get skinned by Neymar and Mbappe, or he'd put that performance. And that's back to his best. That's why Wan-Bissaka yeah. was almost our player of the year last year. And people for, are quick to forget that, aren't they? They are. They are. And he, he was out of form. He was overplayed. You know, he's only young still. He's not mm-hmm. played much football. And I've got to say, when he opens his... When he opens his pockets up tonight, when he gets home, he's going he's gonna to find, find Kylian Mbappe and Neymar on each side. Like... I think he was finished. Did you see? Um, did you see PSG keep trying to switch sides to get away from him, but they had to keep coming. Yeah, just running away from Aaron. I mean, that's a bit like. Uh, well, I don't want to dive into the scandal, but that 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 girl. Um, I could I could use many unholy words to describe her. Who, um, you know, the one who baited him out. Um, she posted PSG's like pre-match post on her story, and then Wambasaka goes and puts a phenomenal display, and I'm so happy for him, man. I'm so happy for him. Uh, who's next? Who should we talk about next? Tuanzebi. Uh, Tuanzebi. Best centre back at the club. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to say it, but without Maguire, we did look very good defensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, maybe it's nothing against Maguire. I don't, I don't have any problem with Maguire. Well, I've got a little bit of a problem with him, but I don't have a major problem with Maguire. And I think that Tuanzebi was excellent tonight, on the other hand. So the five-back you... five help, though, having the Oh, structure. of course it did. And with a, with a proper attacking fullback. You can see the difference. Tellers, oh, phenomenal. We'll get on to him later. I'm all about two and Zabi. I mean, he caught, his pace is, his turn of pace is something else. Different gravy, mate. You know, he caught up with Mbappe. He, he stopped him before he got in his way, shoved him off the ball, used his strength and pace. Absolute beast. And his passing was excellent as well. Is that a long ball he did over to Tellers, I think it was? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Naturally, we move on to him next. What a debut! What a debut! The delivery from the corners was the thing everyone was talking about. Mm. You'd think that a few times he'd hit the first man, stray ball, but no, every time on McTominay, nearly a goal, but straight on his head. Uh, I've got to say, I I think we've been uh, like Luke, let's not talk about you know Luke Shaw, but I don't think we've had a a fullback, a left back who can cross a Man United for for years, and it's mm-hmm. finally. You know, Teller has finally arrived, yeah. and you know nothing against you, as I say, but 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 whew, he's got a ball on him, hasn't he? Yeah, it's just you can just tell the difference, and I think Shaw was even more comfortable in that back five at left centre back. Mm. Because, he's good there. Yeah, because his his best trait uh, as a left backer is de- is his defensive ability, and you could even see today when he was going forward, he wasn't. Did you see that part where he well Pogba was making the run, but he didn't see the pass? Yeah, yeah, second yeah. half. I think yeah, that himself. that just shows that he he doesn't have the attacking intelligence of Telez, but together it just opens up a whole new whole new tactic for us to use. And for those people who are saying Ollie doesn't have any tactics, that game just shows that he does, doesn't it? I mean, Solskjaer outclassed Tuchel today. Mm-hmm. Whatever you think about Solskjaer, whether you like him or not, you you got to look at it. And even the switch to the back four when he brought Pogba on for Telez, he, he knew exactly what he was doing, and it worked. And I tell you now. We might have scored late, but we totally deserved that win, didn't we? Um, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Fred, Fred, I gave 10 out of 10. I, I said yeah. on my story, I got very excited about him. He was superb today, wasn't he? Everywhere. P- passing, good. Defensively, good. Going forward, everywhere. He was, uh, you could notice him and McTominay were just annoying Neymar that whole game. McTominay is living rent-free in Neymar's head, mate. Honestly, that guy... I mean, people people can say what they want about his performance. He was all over Neymar. He was fouling him, kicking him, telling him he was boss. It got to the end of it. Neymar was just giving up. You know, he was just conceding conceding possession to McTominay and Fred. Like, he didn't really care. And I'm I'm delighted about that because I don't like I don't like the fella. I don't like the fella. Um, phenomenal footballer though. I think you know at times has been the best player in the world recently. But I don't like him. Um, who next? I mean, Bruno Fernandez, captain. One game as captain, one game one as captain. Um, he'd be delighted at that, wouldn't he? What I liked about him was, you know, that the penalty. Mm. Uh, Navas guesses the right way, takes it again, goes the exact same way, exact <laughs> same technique. It's just his arrogance, isn't it? And that's what just people hate. Bruno. That's what people hate about him, that he's yeah. willing to do that. And I guess Fernandez is back. <laughs> I mean, it's a cliche, but he's like Marmite, isn't he? You love him or you hate him. And I'm telling you now, we both love him. All of us love him, really. I mean, there's only a few United fans I know who don't like him, but he is just something else. And I'm telling you now, he's talismanic. He's he's a leader. He's got loads of ability on the ball. Yes, yeah, some of his decisions today weren't great when he got tired, but his stamina is super. He, he'll run all day. He'll run all day and he will always work hard for the team. And that's something that I think... You know, if you combine all of his attributes, that's something that makes him such a lovable guy. Like, he's Mr. Manchester United. I mean, the real Mr. Manchester United is Marcus Rashford. Dr. Marcus Rashford, MBE, you mean? Oh, yeah. Mayor of Mayor of Paris as well. Let's not forget that part. One thing that <laughs> one thing good about Rashford is he's, you can clearly see he's developing. Even if he doesn't play well for half the game, goal, and, goal or assist on the sheet. It's mm. a bit Bruno-esque, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, that finish... Just how mad did you go? I mean, I obviously didn't watch a game with you, but what was your reaction? I went nuts. Stayed cool. Stayed cool. Mm-hmm. How? I literally don't think 
I've gone like madder at a game of football because that was just sensational. It, it was for me like the fact that we deserved it so much made it so satisfying. When that goal went in, it was like, yes, this is what we deserved. This is what Manchester United needed out of this game. This is what Manchester United got out of this game. It's not a game that we really expected to win before, though, was it? Like, there was confidence late on when we heard that Verratti was out, Paredes was out, Marquinhos was out, which I guess is a bit lucky if you think about it, because that's not the best PSG side, that they're missing their best midfielders and their best defender. Yeah. So it will, I think it will be a different game in Old Trafford. I think we'll have less of the ball. And they'll, they'll be, because we were just winning that midfield battle every time, weren't we? But Verratti's, yeah, Verratti's world-class and he'll be able to yes. hold that midfield. And Marquinhos, he'd become the best centre-back on the pitch, wouldn't he? No, no, no. Two and Zabie, mate. Anyway, I don't want to worry about that game too much. I, I, you know, they can take that game if they want because I think we, we, we basically we beat Leipzig, we beat Istanbul in the next couple of weeks and we're through now because that'll be nine points already with three games to go. We'll at least get a point in one of those games. So we haven't got to worry too much about the reverse fixture anyway. The fact that we beat them tonight has set us up so nicely for the rest of the Champions League. And I mean, people joke all the time, but Man United could VAR their way to the Champions League final. You never know. Um, look, I think what was so good about tonight was the quality of the performance. Like, we totally deserved it. Our players, all of them were superb. They all put a great performance in that they should be, all be really proud of. And they all worked so hard to get that result. It must feel so good for them, even better than it does for us. Like, 100%. Especially after all they've been through the last few weeks with the, with the where they've obviously been inconsistent and they know more than anyone especially with a lot of the players in our team now compared to last, uh, the previous years. All, most of them are fans of our team and they'll do anything to win for the fans. So it, mu it must feel really good for them because they, they're obviously backing Oli. They're not down toolsing or anything. You can see that by the Newcastle game and by tonight. So to prove, to prove everyone wrong and to go out there and get the result must feel better for them than it does for us. Yeah, I mean, I think the one player who could probably come out of tonight thinking, oh, I'm not too sure about it, is uh, is Anthony Martial. What do you think about him tonight? It, 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 he's a good player. He's probably my favourite player at the club, but tonight just wasn't it, was it? That own goal, every time he was getting forward, he was ballooning it over, or he was just losing it to that deep Diallo guy at oh. centre-back. Well, he, he won the penalty, though, didn't he? You can't forget that. He did, but it's it's not a Martial performance. It's not what we know he can do. He's usually he usually is good at taking on a man, but it just seemed didn't seem to come off for him tonight. And that own goal just personified his performance, didn't it? I don't know. I think his hold up was all right. I think he. I don't think he. The thing is, I don't think he. He he obviously didn't have the best performance by his standards, and he hasn't this season really kicked off yet. But he did win the penalty, and that was he used, that was I, I don't know for me his hold up was actually quite good. I think he often rolled the man. He was playing much more physical than like sort of like that silky Martial that we all know and love. He wasn't really gliding through players. He was rather using his strength and frame to to assert his dominance. And I, Again, yes, he, as you say, he got shoved off it by Diallo a few times. Diallo was able to take it off his feet a couple of times and he wasn't, nothing was coming, not everything was coming off for him. But I don't think, I don't think he was too bad. And a lot of people making out in my comments on the ratings, oh, six is too nice. I think six is about right for him. I don't know if you know what I mean, but at times it looked like he was trying too hard, trying too hard to take on the man, trying too hard to mm. get off the shot instead of playing the simple ball which I guess is good for Marcia because a lot of the time people wrongly call him lazy. But then, yeah. but then at the end of the day, he's had so many good performances we can let this one off. We're back. Um, 
I'm terribly sorry about that interruption. It was rather funny though, so we decided to keep it in there. Um, and I just apologise to our Spotify listeners for the for the interruption. If you're if you're watching on YouTube, you'll obviously know exactly what happened. But um, yeah, we were. I think we were talking about Anthony Martial. It is it is now the day after recording that we've come back and finished this off, uh, unfortunately. But I guess you still get to see our instant reaction. Um, we just wanted to go and talk about the Chelsea game uh, following following that because obviously Martial is not going to play there. Would you start Edinson Cavani against Chelsea is a big question. Would you start him? Yes, 100%. We have to because we can't. I wouldn't play Igalo and James. And Cavani is obviously a player that knows what the big games are. He's a, he's a clinical goal scorer and he's someone I think we have to learn to trust. Even if many people didn't agree with the signing at the time, we all wanted Sancho as our number seven, obviously. Mm-hmm. Seeing Cavani as number seven at the time wasn't a very pleasant sight. But I mean, now we just have to back him and I think he is a good player. So I would start him. Oh, he's a top, top player. You look at what he's won in his career. You look at the sort of calibre of player that he's been. He's always significant, been a significant number nine in world football and he's always been regarded as one of the best best strikers around and yeah maybe he's getting on a little bit now but he's gonna be a great player for Man United I'm one thing I'm not sure about now 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 is uh is who do we play against Chelsea I mean I'm thinking do we play a five back do we play a, a diamond in midfield which I'm thinking could be a good idea I mean a diamond I think we stick with the five back because I think Chelsea are a team that are quite similar to PSG in, the t- in terms of they've got a very good attack. Although they haven't all really gelled together yet, they're very dangerous, as we've seen. Werner, very good player, although he hasn't kicked off yet. You saw what he could do in the last game. And I feel like their defence is still their weaker area. So I think this yeah. formation of the five at the back would probably be best against them. I just hope I just hope Greenwood's fit because... Well, you said about Cavani, but imagine if we had Greenwood against PSG last night. I mean, he would have been having a field day of all the chances that we had. He, he's, 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 he is more clinical than both Martial and Rashford, and that's just the way it is. Um, yeah, Cavani, Cavani up with Rashford then, do you think? Yeah, I just, ho- I just hope for Greenwood that he's not in any trouble and it is actually an injury. Because there have been the rumours going around. And I, don't, and I don't think we'd hear about it if it was anything off the pitch, because as we've seen... Greenwood's father didn't even want him to do interviews, so I think he's very well protected by the club, especially when he's not at international duty. They will protect, yeah. do everything to stop any rumours getting out about him. So I just hope it's not anything disciplinary. Yeah, because I guess when he was international, there was nothing the club could do about it. Mm. Um, whereas obviously now they can do something to stop the rumours getting out, and they won't want the rumours to be out. So we'll see where that goes. I, I hope he's all right because he is a, a, a top top player, top top potential, and. If he is, if it, if it transpires, he is in a bit of disciplinary, you know, publications, then it's not it's not a good look for him, and he he needs to make sure he's, you know, continuing to play play at his best level. Uh, we need him back. We need him back. More importantly, he's a great player for this team. Uh, yeah, PSG superb win. Chelsea coming up now. Big few games. How are we going to do against Chelsea and Arsenal? Six points. Six points. No, no, no questions asked. Arsenal. Arsenal, you look at them, they're not, they've got a very good manager. We both agree on that. We both oh, yeah. think Mikel is class. But yeah. in terms of their team, they're just nowhere near the rest of the top six. In terms they're nowhere of, near us. No. In terms of quality, nowhere near. 
I mean, we'll see how Thomas Party works, but I don't want to talk about Arsenal. We, 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 can, we, can, we can look into that after. We're going to have, we're going to have um, some Arsenal fans coming on the podcast before the game, you know, to get a bit of, bit of uh, tension, maybe. But uh, A lot of tension. Uh, it'll be quite a lot, yeah. We, we have a very bitter, bitter rivalry, Man United fans and Arsenal fans, even if the clubs themselves aren't. You know what I mean? Like there's that online sort of rivalry because at recent times we've both been at a similar sort of level, which is really sad to see, to be honest. And I hope now we can transcend them and really show them who's boss. Uh, I don't... Anyway, we've got Chelsea to focus on first. We've got Leipzig in the middle as well. It's a tough set of games coming up, but can, we, can Solskjaer win all of them? I think he can. The last time we said guaranteed three points on this podcast, we got battered 6-1 to Spurs. So. Oh no, we've cursed <laughs> it, haven't we? Yeah. Well, look, at least we've acknowledged the curse before anyone else has, so at least we might be able to do something to stop it. Uh, no, okay. Realistically, I think we have got a chance against Chelsea. We have got a chance, uh, a very good chance. Um, I don't rate Lampard as a manager. No, um, no, no, he's not good enough. And just people are easy to go at Oli. I think, I don't want to say like this, but because if you know with Maguire, the press and media are better towards him because of his, him being English. Yeah. I feel like they're just more harsh on Ollie because he's not one of our own in in that sense from from mm. the UK. But yeah, and I feel like that I feel like that's always been there though. And I feel like they're always going to be more harsh on him because he's not that charismatic country sweetheart that's been in the mid- midfields for England. So yeah, Frank Lampard will always get a free pass in the media, won't he? And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if he doesn't, if he's not successful this season, then Chelsea. Oh, well, I'm not here to talk for Chelsea fans, but surely they've got to ask a few questions about him because he spent a lot of money. Um, and if we're questioning Solskjaer, I don't think Lampard could ever pull off a performance like we did last night. The, the tactics were spot on. He nailed everything. You know, the, as you say, the bringing on Pogba, the switch to the diamond, the nerve to bench Pogba, playing the five at the back, knowing when it was time to do that. You know, the way he utilised Alex Tellez. Superb, superb tactical performance to himself, and a lot, a lot of people don't rate him. I, I personally think he's a decent manager, and he just needs to develop that consistency now. And if he he's obviously not him, there yet, though, he's obviously not there yet. We oh, can no. see that, but I feel like everyone is way too harsh on him, and then the people are easy to go from Ollie in to Ollie out. And I, I get how that can be a thing because when we lose, when we no, but it's not really though because when we lose to people like Palace, and we lose to lose to Spurs six one, you can see their argument for why Oli it should go but then I feel like it's just too reactionary to keep changing we just have to stick by one and remember the real problem is the board yeah exactly I said that at the start of the season don't turn on the manager even if the manager is a problem if you in your opinion everybody shares a common view I think that the board is the biggest problem at this football club um I don't want to talk about problems now anyway you like we can be negative but we just beat PSG we smashed him at the Park of the Prince Rashford was incredible our defence was superb. Wambasaka answered his critics and put in a great performance after his tough week on social media. Two and Zabi comes back and is an absolute beast and pockets Mbappe. And I'm telling you now, you're going to have to make a little bit more room in that pocket for Timo Werner next week. And pff, I'm so I'm so pleased with the performance. Solskjaer was superb. The players were superb. Bruno Fernandes, excellent performance as captain. We're just happy, man. We're happy. Before we go, quick shout out to Dortmund. Not everyone can win on the first game of the Champions League. <laughs> Got battered, didn't they? 3-1 mm-hmm. by Lazio. I mean, Jaden, if you're watching, which I know you're not, but let's say Jaden Sancho is watching. Maybe he's listening on Spotify. Maybe, you know, he's just going off to bed in his Man United pyjamas to put the United Club podcast on. You know what to do, mate. You know what See to do. See you in January, Jaden. See you in January. Uh, but anyway, 
we'll see you Jaden in January hopefully but uh, more importantly we'll see you guys next time and thanks for your time today thanks for listening to the podcast really appreciate um, that everyone was really determined to listen to this or watch it or however you're accessing this form of media and uh, as I say very sorry for not being able to get out last night um, but I hope you guys have enjoyed that's been us thank you bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.